Welcome to the Career Glow Podcast, where we empower and inspire every girl to radiate with confidence in their professional lives while keeping God at the center. I am so excited to talk about habits. I love habits. I love goals. Honestly, I can't wait to talk about it. So let's dive in. So you are a compilation of all your habits. If you think about it, habits are in everything. It's what you do right when you get up in the morning. And habit can be how you respond to someone when they ask you a tough question. So you are starting habits day one. When you walk into the room, you're going to start making habits from day one. Things like what time do you show up? How do you show up? What do you do when you first get to work? These kind of habits, these are things that you're going to start developing day one in your role. So I want you to be so intentional about the habits you're creating because ultimately your habits are going to get you to your goals and your goals are going to get you to your purpose. We're going to go through, I think I have six tips. I'll try to keep it to six. (laughs) There's a, a lot of tips, but I'll try to keep it to six tips to help when you're looking at your habits. And then at the end, I'm going to go through my top habits that I think you need to cultivate in your job starting from day one. So kind of give you something to to focus on. Let's dive in. Number one is I want you to know where you are because it can be easy to say, yeah, I want to develop these kind of habits, but you can't really know how to get somewhere, how to get to your goals until you know where you are. So before you make an action plan, you need to know where you are. What are the current habits that you have today? Like I said, you cannot get to where you want to go by doing the same things. So what are you doing now? This might actually be helpful to bring a journal around for like a week. It sounds kind of crazy, but honestly, evaluate what are the habits that you have? What are the current habits that you have? What do you do when the alarm clock goes off in the morning? What do you do when someone maybe in traffic stops randomly? Like, do you curse? Do you smile? What do you do? These are all habits. So I want you to first know where you are, evaluate a lot of your habits as much as you can. Evaluate, evaluate them. And then I want you to ask this question, is this habit helping me move closer to my goal. I'm going to say that again. Is this habit helping me move closer to my goal? So right now, one of my goals is I just got married and we have a little bit of debt and I'm trying to get rid of the debt. So is my habit of getting Starbucks every single morning, right when I wake up, I just have that craving for Starbucks. Is that habit of feeling like I need to get up and go to Starbucks every single morning? Is that helping me get to my goal? The answer is N-O. So I want you to just take the first first week and evaluate. And if you are starting a brand new job, like I said, you're making habits day one. So try to do this evaluation before you go into work. In 1 Corinthians, I think it's 6, yeah, 6.12. It talks about all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. So let's think about that. All things are lawful for me. So all the habits, okay, I can do all the habits. But are they helpful? Are your habits helpful? And then I also want you to think about if you keep doing the same habits that you have right now, if you keep doing those, 
where are you going to be in 20 years? Because I can guarantee if you have the same habits over the next 20 years, you are going to be in the same place. Your current habits reflect who you are and they show what you value. So take the time, really take the time. Like I said, honestly, try to take a week if you can, especially if you're starting a new job and want to, you know, prepare yourself, take a week to look at your habits. Really see, are any of these destructive? Are these habits pushing me towards my goal? And you might need to have a hard conversation with yourself. Like I had to have with myself over Starbucks coffee. Have that hard conversation and say, you know what? I'm realizing I don't want to keep living this life with these current habits. I love the quote. Joyce Myers, I believe is the one who said it, but it, she says, where the mind goes, the man follows. And I, I love that. I'm going to say it again. Where the mind goes, the man follows follows. So your first line of defense is to get your mind right. It's so important to direct your thoughts, to direct your habits. So think about what you're thinking about. This is a huge part of your habits. I did a brain scan about a year ago. I was able to actually go to the Amen Clinic and get a full scan done. And, and I learned a ton. But one of the things as I was just researching and, and learning more about the brain is I learned about, I think they're dendrites. Please do your research. If this is interesting to you, do your research because I'm not going to be able to explain it as well as a neuroscientist. But these dendrites are in your brain and basically they can grow or shrink. So the more that you're thinking about a thought, that dendrite of that thought is growing. And if you stop thinking about it, it starts to shrink. And that's how we learn things. When you are constantly putting something into your brain, you're reading it over and over again, you're studying it, that dendrite is growing and growing and growing, which helps you remember. But if you stop studying something, like I stopped studying Latin and I couldn't tell you anything, even though I took it in high school, that shrinks. I just thought that was so cool. But the cooler part is the Bible tells us that kind of that, that fact way before where it talks about take captive every thought and make it obedient to the word of God. God knew well he created the brain, but he knows the importance of our thoughts. And now science, science is kind of catching up with that, the importance of what we're thinking about. But that verse, take captive every thought and make it obedient to the word of God. In regards to habits, what you're thinking about is also part of your habit. Because if someone says something mean to you, what is your initial re reaction, your habit? It might be to, to cuss at them, to get in their face, or maybe it's to shrink back. That's part of a habit. And that's also something, thanks to our brains, that we can change, that we can work on. But before we can work on it, we have to know what, where we are. So that's the first thing. Know where you are. The second tip is to work backwards. I want you to think about who do you want to be in five to 10 years, maybe even 25 years. Are you a CEO? Are you healthy? Are you glowing in your career? Are you a stay-at-home mom who's flourishing? Where do you want to be in five to 10, 25 years, depending on what your age is right now? Set that goal. 
I want you to think about, uh, think about it, visualize it. And then I want you to think about this. What habits does that person have? Okay. The person that you want to be in the future, what habits does that person have? So let's just say in 25 years, I want to be a CEO. So what are some habits that my future self as a CEO has? Well, I'm probably not hitting the snooze button. I'm probably getting out of bed, maybe spending some time with God in the morning, going to the gym. Those are the type of habits that I would expect to see in a successful CEO. So I want you to work backwards by doing that. Where do you want to be? Okay, think about that person in the future. What are the habits that they have? So in scripture, it talks about the fruit of the spirit. When we're in the spirit, when we're living a life that's honoring to God, what is the fruit that we're going to see? It's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Shout out to my preschool that made me memorize that. But if you want to be a woman of God, you need to ask yourself, are your current habits producing that type of fruit? So if your goal is to be a godly woman, I'm going to ask you, what are your habits? Are your habits producing love, joy, peace, patience, kindness? Your goals need to clearly align with your purpose. Like I said, you need to work backwards because let's say maybe you want to have a big business, but you're not working on the right goals to get you to there, you're going to end up nowhere. So your goals have to align with your purpose. If you don't know your purpose, honestly, you might want to take a step back and identify that before you go into your goals and your habits. Because remember, your habits help you to get to a destination. We want to be really clear, really intentional about where we want to go and work backwards from there. An example, when I first started at Amazon, part of my role was I had to do these things called stand-ups. A stand-up is basically kind of giving them a rundown of what's going on for the day, what do we need to get done, and maybe throw in a success story there. And then we also were, we were required to stretch. So I had to lead stretches for like 200 people every morning. And then also after lunch, we did, we did the same thing. And let me tell you, I was absolutely terrified. Okay. These people did not want to be there. They didn't absolutely did not want to do stretches. A lot of these people were way older than me. I could be their grandchild. And if you can just imagine me trying to lead stretches, they, you know, they don't want to do stretches. They don't want to hear about, about the safety work tip, but I was terrified. I didn't want to do it. I got so anxious. So what happened every single day? right before I was about to go on, my palms get sweaty. I start having really bad anxiety and I feel like I'm going to throw up. That was my habit. That was my reaction every single day for the first couple of months. That's what I did. And then I said, you know what? No. What's my vision? What's my end goal? So my end goal was to one day be in women's leadership. So if my end goal is to do that, that requires me to get up on stage in front of a lot of people and speak with confidence and grace. So I said, okay, if that's my end goal, then I need to work really hard in what God put in front of me today. 
Today, God put in front of me that it's my responsibility to lead my employees. And so I'm going to work to create a habit of joy, a habit of peace, a habit where I would be able to get up and speak in front of people without having so much anxiety. And I would be able to do it with a joyful attitude. So then everything changed. All of a sudden I said, you know what? I'm actually not going to, I, at this point really wanted to switch jobs because it was so stressful, but I told myself, I'm not going to switch jobs until I'm diligent in what God put in front of me right now to do. And so I worked so hard to create a habit of peace when speaking in front of people. Six months later, I was able to get up in front of these people, engage with them, even dance around, get them excited for the day with no anxiety. And why? Why was I able to do that? Because I really worked on developing that habit. Why? Because that good habit helps me achieve a goal, which helps me get closer to my purpose. So work backwards. The third thing, and I talked a little bit about the story, is make a plan. So once you know, here's where I am right now, and then you say, here's where I want to be in the future, and you work backwards from there, then I want you to make a plan. I want you to make a specific plan for the habits that you want to create. Again, this is where it's so important for you to be intentional and to make a plan, to take control of your life. Life can just happen to you or you can take control. Take control of your life. Say, you know what? I'm going to control my habits. I'm going to take captive every thought and make it obedient to the word of God. I am going to seek out good habits that help me to be who God created me to be. So I want you to be able to make a plan. When you're making a plan, you want to be specific. What exactly is the habit you're trying to create? You need it to be something that is measurable and time-bound. So if you have a specific habit of maybe I'm going to not snooze my alarm clock in the morning. So that's your habit. You've clearly defined it. Now, when is this due? When are you going to practice this habit? Is it just during the weekdays? Is it on the weekends? How are you going to track If you're actually doing it or not, I strongly believe if you have several priorities, you have none. So make a plan. Just start with one goal. It can be kind of fun to make goals. Well, maybe just me. But when you first start your job, you're probably going to have a lot of energy. You're super excited and you're going to say, oh, I want to do this, this and this and this. But you need to make sure that your goal is achievable. I want you to think big. Yes. But when you're creating these habits, I want you to just focus on one. Because if you make a whole bunch of different habits that you want to cultivate, it can be so overwhelming. And then you're going to give up on the whole thing. I'd rather you just pick one, one habit to work on, give yourself a timeline. And then once you accomplish that one, you can move on to the next one. And there's also this cool thing with our brain when we finish something, then we want to move on to the next one. So I highly recommend just start with one. Just pick one. Work on that with all of your might, then then you can work on other ones later. Number four, break it down. So let's say you have a big habit that you're trying to break, something that's really ingrained in you. Let's just say drinking. Maybe you're used to drinking every single night, but you decide, you know what, because I want to be that CEO or whatever you want to do, I'm going to stop drinking because that's going to help me move 
much faster towards my goal. Then I want you to break down that habit into smaller action steps. So maybe the habit is you never want to drink. So then you can break it down into smaller action steps. Like maybe you have less or certain days you don't have it, or maybe you only drink on certain occasions. Start small. Our brains thrive on that dopamine that is released when we accomplish something and it just, it makes us want to do more. So one thing you can do when breaking it down is habit stacking is pretty popular. There are some great books. I would really encourage you to read about it, do more research on habit stacking, but basically it's when you're attaching a new habit to an existing one. So if my habit that I want to cultivate is doing squats, then maybe my cue habit is every time when I brush my teeth, which is a habit, thank goodness, otherwise my husband would kill me because I have stinky breath. So I'm brushing my teeth and I'm doing squats. So every time I think about brushing my teeth, what am I doing? Squats. So that's that habit stacking. You're attaching the new habit that you want to cultivate to an existing one that you already have. So that's one thing. Also, you can designate a specific time and place. So when you're breaking down your habit, this is that smaller actionable steps that you're going to take. So maybe you're going to say, and this is also part of of making a plan, but you have your habit and you're going to say, in this area, I'm going to practice the habit. Example, I have a phone reminder for a couple of different times during the day that pops up and says, drink water. So that is a specific time that I am going to designate to drinking water. And now it's weird with those times of the day, all of a sudden I'm thirsty, even if I don't have the phone reminder on. So anyways, that's creating a specific time. That's a reminder. Another thing is if, if there's a specific place. So every time you go to your car, you pray, right? That's kind of different ways that you can break down the goal really making it into smaller actionable steps. Creating that cue and reminder is what's so important. The fifth tip is to write it down. There was actually a study that showed people who write down their goals are 1.3 times more likely to accomplish it. Another study showed that you will remember things better if you write it down. It was like 23%. These are kind of crazy, but write it down. This is going to help you It's going to make the goal clearer. Another thing I love about writing it down is it helps you stay motivated and you can come back to it constantly. So when you write things down, it becomes more tangible. So it goes from just an idea in your head to something you're actually going to work towards. I also want you to visualize your habit. So write it down. Visualize you achieving whatever that habit is. And then write this down. So what does it look like? What does it smell like? What does it feel like? When you are successful in having that habit. There's this like amazing brain to hand connection thing that happens. I don't get it, but it works. And I don't want you to just be a dreamer. I don't want you to be sitting on the couch saying, I want to do this, this, and this. I want you to be a doer. So write it down. I also highly recommend a goal board. I have goal boards all over my house. I have one goal board that's really been helpful for saving and paying off debt. 
It's a little thermometer. I think it was on Amazon for like $3. It's this thermometer. People use it when they're doing fundraising goals, but I got it and we're using it to pay off our debt and then also to save money. So you're going to basically like color it in every time you you get more money for that or, or pay off more debt. And that has been so helpful just to see it because every time I look in that corner, I see it. I see what my goal is. I see how close I am to it. And it just motivates me. It pushes me to work harder for that goal. It also helps remind me like, no, that's my goal. I, I'm not going to go to Starbucks this morning because I could put that same amount of money in our goal fund, right? So I would highly recommend writing down those goals and put it up somewhere where you're able to see it, where you're able to constantly come back to that just to remind yourself of where you want to go, what habits you want to cultivate. And then the sixth tip is know your environment and get accountable. So your environment is so critical. And I really want you to think about this. Is the current environment you're in helping you or hurting you? Is the current environment you're in helping you cultivate good habits or is it keeping you stuck in those old bad habits? You might need to change your environment. You need to make sure that you remove those obstacles and create an environment that is helping you reach your habit. If you have a habit to buy a house in five years, but you are always hanging out with people that are spending their money that are in a lot of debt, it's going to be a lot harder for you to cultivate that habit of having and making good money decisions. So know the environment that you're in and also get accountable. It's so important to get accountable. If you are making a habit, after you write it down, tell someone. Have someone keep you accountable. Have someone who's checking in with you on that goal. And also, I really encourage you to ask God to help you. A lot of times we kind of keep God for Sundays or go to God when we have a big issue or go to God when we're really upset about something or when we want something. But remember that God's with you every second of every day and that he loves you so much, so dearly. He truly, like we talked about earlier, he has a purpose and a plan for your life. And he wants you. He wants you. God wants to have an intimate relationship with you. Invite him in. Invite him in to help you grow and maintain good habits. If you're struggling with something, invite him into that struggle and, and that pain. In our weakness, he is made strong. He is fully capable and able to help you even with the small things. I don't want you to just go to God with the big things because if you truly believe that he loves you, that he wants a relationship with you, he cares about every little thing. Just like a parent and a child, a parent, a good parent at least, cares about every little thing that their child says or wants or does. So keep God close. Help him. Invite him in to help you maintain those good habits. Okay, a couple habits that I want you to cultivate in your job right away. Maybe pick one. Like we said, just pick one to start with. I want you to use your voice and stand up for what you believe in. You don't know. Well, you might have some sort of idea, but you're not going to know the exact culture that you're walking into. So from day one, before day one, you need to know who you are at your core. What are the things you will not compromise on? 
and develop a habit of standing up for yourself, standing up for what you believe in. This does not mean that everything has to go your way. This does not mean that you're opinionated about every single thing, but it means there are a few, there are a couple things, a list of your values that you will not cross. Values where you're able to say, you know what, I will actually walk off. I will leave this job because these things are so important to me. I want you to use your voice, develop that habit from day one. Use your voice, develop that habit to stand up for what you believe in. The second thing is remain positive and optimistic. There are going to be a lot of times when work is hard, but develop that habit of remaining positive, remaining optimistic. When things aren't going right or something bad happens, to really develop the habit of reacting in a positive and optimistic matter. I think that's a really important habit to cultivate. The third one, cultivate the habit of time management. Time management is so, so important. If you have a habit of constantly scrolling Instagram or TikTok or threads or whatever it is this, these days that you look at, is that habit? A good one? Is that habit helping you move towards your goal? Probably not, unless you're a social media manager. Learn the habit of getting things done. Number four, create a growth mindset. When challenges come your way, I want your initial reaction to be, I got this. I have resources that I can use, I can learn, I can grow. It might be scary, but I can do it. Create that growth mindset. I don't want you when you're thrown with a hard task to immediately shut down and say, I'm not good enough. I can't do this. I want you to say, I can. I might need extra help. I might need to study more. I might need to work a little harder, but I can do it. That's a habit that I think is so, so critical. Well, thanks for joining. Remember, know where you are, work backwards, make a plan, break it down, write it down, know your environment and get accountable. See you next time. Glow on, girlfriend.